Hello, and welcome back to the Daily Study of the Way of Mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide and friend, and today we continue with Lesson 11, A Meditation into the Heart of Christ, Section 2, Here is the Place of Certainty, Power, and Fulfillment. And we're going to continue in this amazing section. I'm really excited for today. We begin with Paragraph 7, where Jeshua says, Remain with me here. Do not think on what you read, but allow it to pour through you, knowing that the vibrations of wisdom that these words carry will leave their trace upon you without the least bit of effort on your part. You need only be as a lover to the mind of God, opening, allowing, receiving, taking in that which your creator would bestow upon you. Beautiful, simple. Again, going back from yesterday, we are being invited to slow down, be still, go within. And Jeshua saying, don't pay attention. It's not about the words. It's not about the vocabulary I use. This is not about intellectually understanding this, if it's challenging for you, if it just is kind of vague or doesn't really connect yet. This is about reading and listening from a different place from the heart, and not in an active way necessarily, but as Jeshua says, allow these words, allow the energy of these words, how you feel when you read them, to pour through you, because they hold a vibration. It's the intention that holds the vibration. It's always the intention that holds the vibration, and the vibration is what is real is what it's the intention of a communication. So, you know, you've seen that, you've probably seen, there's some joke about the word fuck. You could say the fuck, the, you could say the fuck, you could say the word fuck in so many different ways. And in some context, it means fuck you, like really aggressive and, and hateful. In other words, like what the fuck? You know, there's so many different ways to say the word fuck. It's not about the letters. It's not about the word. It's the intention underneath the word that really matters. That's anything. I think A Course in Miracles says that words are symbols of symbols. So Jeshua's saying, don't get caught up on the specific language here. If you understand it with your brain or not, feel into it, allow it, open to it, receive it. Let it linger within you. You may hear something or read something that kind of sticks with you and you don't know why, but you just feel good after reading it or maybe hearing from the podcast. And he says, let these words, let the energy of the words, the wisdom here, leave its trace upon you without the least bit of effort on your part. You don't have to struggle or strain to get it, to be good, to do it right, to figure it out. You need only be as a lover to the mind of God, opening, allowing, receiving, and taking in that which your creator would bestow upon you, which is always love and gentleness and encouragement and power in the most magnificent definition of the word power, the most beautiful, loving, encouraging definition. And he continues, remain with me in the depth of this perfect silence. Notice how you begin to feel a gentle spaciousness, a peace descending upon you like a gentle dove. And yet you have done nothing. 
And again, should you feel your attention being pulled back to the surface of your awareness, merely choose again and return to the quiet of the heart. Be still and know. Our world does not really want us to be still. And the world, of course, is a projection and a reflection of the tiny mad idea of the ego, of separation, of lack, of loss, of limitation, of scarcity, of unworthiness. It's just a, it's just a collective create consciousness of the ego, creation. So when I say the world, it's really the ego, which is a part of the mind. It's a tiny mad idea. We give it all of our attention. And the world has an investment in you being distracted and you being caught up in survival mode and thinking you're a body and, oh, what do I have to do? And what money do I have to make? And how do I have to like leave a legacy behind and, and leave money for my kids and, and make sure I'm happy and, and all these things. The world is just going to look at all the ways that it tries to sell you stuff. Go to the Super Bowl. That's why they pay, what, $7 million for a 30-second ad or some crazy thing like that. It's because they know brainwashing. They know that when people have their attention on something, they have you. Bring your attention within. Bring your attention within. Remain with me in the depth of this perfect silence. And notice, notice how you begin to feel a gentle spaciousness. It's gentle. It's subtle. If you're really seeking it out, you're probably not going to experience it. Open, allow it, receive this gentle spaciousness. It's a peace descending upon you like a gentle dove. And yet you have done nothing. You're not the maker and the doer. You can't force this to happen. You can't effort your way. And how amazing is that? It's so simple. It's like, chill out. It's here. Relax. Take a breath. Be still. You think you need to be busy and doing all the time and in the doing you'll get to heaven or you'll get the worthiness or you'll get the money or you'll get the security and the safety you think you need. Never going to happen because you always think it's out there. Slow down. You don't need to do anything. And again, should you feel your attention being pulled back to the surface of your awareness, thinking about your to-do list and all the things, merely choose again and return to the quiet of the heart. And what does this mean? Basically saying, don't judge yourself. Don't get all twisted up. I can't do this. Meditation's not for me. What's wrong with me? Why is this taking forever? Why am I not feeling what Jeshua was saying I should be feeling in in the way of mastery? This must be a bunch of bull crap or something's wrong with me. Don't judge yourself. Just make a different choice. Choose again to come back to the quiet of the heart. And like anything else, If you're not skilled at something, if you're not practiced at something, if you're not used to something, like you go to the gym and all of a sudden you're starting to lift 50 pound dumbbells. If you haven't been going to the gym, you're probably not gonna be able to do that. You gotta work your way up. You gotta go every day and practice and get better over time. So be the same way in your meditations. You develop over time, over consistency of showing up over and over and over again, five minutes a day. That's the hardest part for anybody. I don't care who you are. The hardest part is showing up and having that discipline when you don't want to, when you don't feel well, when something happens where your routine gets messed up. Are you going to keep just show up anyway? Jeshua continues. I am loved. I am loving. 
I am lovable forever. Let this phrase be as a stairway that descends from the world of your making to the depth of perfect peace. You need repeat it only when you notice that you have become temporarily distracted by the sights and sounds and images of the world around the body, as well as the thoughts that seem to stream and dance along the surface of the brain center. I am loved. I am loving. I am lovable forever. Beautiful. Make this your new mantra. Bring this into your five minutes meditation as Christ. Because this is a Christ communicating with us. And if you are intending to sit for five minutes as a Christ, this is what a Christ does. I am loved and feel it. Feel it. I am loved by life, by God, by source, by the creator. I am loving And because I am made in the image and likeness of my creator, because I am a wave in the ocean, I am the ocean. I am made of the same substance and qualities of the ocean. So I am also a creator. I am also love. I am loving. And I am lovable forever. It's the fabric of my being, lovability. No matter what I do, no matter what I say, no matter how long I take, no matter how much I'm afraid, no matter what anyone else thinks about me, I am lovable forever. Make this your new mantra and and drop into the feeling of these words. Give yourself, sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to receive this much love. We, we, oh, I'm not worthy of that. Who am I to, who am I to feel this much love, this good? I'm not supposed to feel this good. Maybe little bits here and there, but not this much, this often, right? We've been told that. We've been lied to about who we are. I'm loved, I'm loving, I'm lovable forever. As you come to feel grounded in this, feel it. Even if it feels fake, imagine it's someone else saying it that really believes it and imagine you're them and drop into the feeling. It doesn't matter if you're pretending in a way, it's still real for you if you're feeling it. And over time, you'll transfer it to you. You'll be like, well, what would it be like if I felt like this? Be rooted in this deep and silent place. Oh, I'm skipping ahead. Ha. All right. So let's go. <laughs> but Jeshua was saying you need repeat this phrase only when you notice that you've become distracted by the world, by your to-do list, by the phone, by the problems, by the issues, by, oh, my, my spouse is upset with me. How do I make them feel better and happy? And what did I do wrong? And whatever else, what, what do I need to do to make my boss promote me or whatever we're trying to get? When you notice you're distracted by the world, oh my gosh, all the things that are happening in the world, this is getting worse and worse, what's happening? When's it gonna get better? When you notice yourself going there, or maybe you're like, ah, this latest fight from the Kardashians, I can't believe they're squabbling over this. I don't know, maybe that's your thing. (laughs) Whatever it is, bring yourself back when you notice that you're temporarily distracted by the sights and sounds and images of the world around the body as well as the thoughts that stream, that seem to stream and dance along the surface of the brain center. Come back to this, it's your anchor. I am loved, I am loving, I am lovable forever. And now Jeshua continues. As you come to feel grounded, rooted in that deep and silent place, 
Ask whatsoever you will, and its answer shall not be hidden from you. Ask to witness my lifetime as I walked upon your earth, and it will be shown to you. Ask to be shown the vibrational field in which you were conceived in this life. It will not be hidden from you. Ask whatever you would about a friend who perhaps has seemed troubled of late, and the source of what is occurring within them will be gently revealed to you. For remember that in this place, you are awareness itself, merely becoming aware of itself. That awareness, that consciousness lives equally as the essence of each and every one whom you know and love. Your love of them is what binds you to them in the depth of a quiet awareness. Wow, there is so much here. And it's really what Jeshua has already said. Everything that I am, you are, he says. All that I am is what you are, what we are, what is. Because there is not, there's no separation. There's not two things. There's one thing expressed. Bodies are separate. But in reality, in awareness, in consciousness, there is one. So Jesh was saying, as you come to feel grounded in this, and don't try and rush through it. Don't try, oh, I can get all the answers I want. What do I need to do? Let me get the clarity. What's the next Powerball numbers? Uh, you know, what, why is my so? Why is this cancer happening to my in-law or my relative or myself? Like, uh, don't rush to the answers because if you rush to the answers from that place of lack or fear, that's not where you're going to hear anything. Slow down, be patient, love yourself as you open to this. I am loved, I am loving, I am lovable forever. And as you come to feel grounded in this, as you know this to be your reality, as your truth, you will feel it. You'll feel that you're rooted in this deep and silent place. And then Jeshua is saying, from this place, ask whatever you will and the answer shall not be hidden from you. Because it's not hidden. And Jeshua has been saying this from the beginning of the way of mastery. Everything is available to you. Nothing in the universe is hidden from you, and you are connected with it all in consciousness. But if you're coming from lack, trying to get an answer from a place of lack, you're not going to receive what you're hoping for. When you come from wholeness and oneness and this expanded, connected state of consciousness, and you ask from that place, from your heart, nothing shall be hidden from you. And he gives us some examples. Amazing. Ask to witness my lifetime as I walked upon your earth. It will be shown to you. Ask to be shown the vibrational field in which you were conceived in this life. It will not be hidden from you. What was the vibrational field at your conception? What were your parents doing? What were they feeling? What were they going through? That's the field that you chose to incarnate into. And of course, your human experience, and you chose it because it was perfect for your curriculum. You're not a victim to it. You didn't choose random parents with whatever they were going through. You chose it intentionally. And of course, it's colored your human experience. And we want it to because it's part of our curriculum. It's part of the adventure we chose into to learn and grow from. You're not a victim of it. 
Even ask about a friend whom you care about. And the source of what is occurring within them will be gently revealed to you. Gently. It's not going to hit you over the head with like a sledgehammer. And how will it be revealed to you? I don't know. Maybe it comes in a voice. Maybe it comes in something you hear. Maybe it comes in like just information that all of a sudden you know. Maybe it comes in a visual. Maybe it comes in a color or a song lyric. Who knows? The ways that it, that spirit communicates are infinite. So when you only think it has to show up in a certain way, I have to see something, you're limiting spirit from communicating with you. You're basically closing off the valve so the information can't come to you. But when you're rooted and grounded in I am loved, I am loving, I am lovable forever, and you are open, allowing, and receiving, the valve's open. And my, my sense is that when you're in that place, you don't really need answers because you're connected to it all. There's an awareness of the oneness of it all. So your asking of the question is not from a place of lack. Maybe it's a place of curiosity, but not from lack. Maybe it's a place to be, to, to, to be of service, like in the example of your friend. What does my friend need? How can I support my friend right now? What are they going through? And how can I best serve them? For remember, in this place, you are awareness itself. This is what you are, not a body, not a name, not your degrees, not your past, not your bank account, not your parents or your culture. You are awareness itself, becoming aware of itself. That's what Jeshua says, merely becoming aware of itself. And that awareness lives equally in you, in me, in all created things, as the essence of each and every one whom you know and love. This awareness is not hidden. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to prove yourself worthy of it. It is the nature of your being. And Jeshua says your love of them is what binds you to them in the depth of a quiet awareness. This answers the question and probably takes a lot of fear out of death. Will I not be with my loved ones when I die? I saw this video on Instagram of a, a guy, I think he channels this thing called Bashar, and somebody asked him this question, what happens to our loved ones when they die? And he closes his eyes and he assumes like a different personality. It's definitely not this guy. And he's channeling and he says, nothing happens. They're right here. They're right here right now. If they choose to be, they're right here with you. What binds you with them, what keeps you connected with your loved ones is the love. And just like you've had friends where you've been connected with them and then you're not connected with them, you don't choose to spend time with them anymore, you're not connected with them anymore, then you're not connected. It's like love, love is definitely thicker and stronger than blood. Love connects across all time, across all space because it's consciousness. So if you choose to stay connected, and you might not choose to stay connected to some of your family members <laughs> when they're not in a body, and that's okay too. Why wouldn't that be okay? Why would we judge that? So your love of them, their love of you, their desire to stay connected is what connects you in the depth of a quiet awareness. So if you have a loved one that has transitioned it is no longer in a physical human body. 
They are not far from you. Open your mind to them. Communicate with them. Ask for their love, their guidance, and support. And be open to receiving it in a way that you may not understand intellectually at first. It may come in a way you don't even think is their guidance. It may come some totally random thing that you can't even attribute back to them, but that they helped orchestrate for your good. There's so much available to us. And Jeshua is opening our hearts, opening our, our mind and allowing us the eye and giving us the way to experience this. When we experience it, we, we experience it. It's not the intellect. It's in our being. It's in our consciousness. So we're going to end here because this is powerful. I am loved. I am loving. I am lovable forever. In the depth of the silence, it's all here for you. And it requires the least bit of effort on your part. That is the great news. I love you guys. This is so good. Every day, just coming back to this place every day together. What what else could be better? I love you guys. Have an awesome day. If you get value from the podcast, like, subscribe, share with a friend who you thought about. Send me an email. Let me know you're listening. Hello at revelationbreathwork.com. I would love to hear from you. Just say hi and I'll say hi back. We're connected. And uh, we'll see you next time.